0: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Today's the funeral for Memphis motorist Tyree Nichols. He died three days after a savage beating by Memphis police officers and after Memphis Fire Department paramedics would not immediately treat him. Five officers have been fired and charged with murder. Civil rights activist and Reverend Al Sharpton will give Nichols eulogy. He says Vice President Harris will attend today's service.
1: We Are going to have a funeral, dignified funeral service, not a marathon tomorrow. Right, right. And let the family mourn and uh, receive whatever messages and the vice president. But this is not about politics tomorrow, it's about justice.
0: That audio is courtesy of WMC TV. President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are scheduled to meet today to discuss the debt ceiling. The U.S. government cannot borrow any more money to pay the bills it has already incurred, that is, unless Congress raises the debt limit. Republicans say they won't unless they get significant government spending cuts. President Biden says he won't negotiate the debt limit. House Republicans are preparing to remove Minnesota Democratic Congresswoman Ilhan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee. The House Rules Panel sent a resolution to the floor last night. NPR's Giles Snyder reports a vote could come as soon as today.
2: The Rules Committee advanced the resolution after adding compromise language that would give Omar the right to appeal. The move went over at least two GOP holdouts who had expressed reservations about Omar's ouster from the Foreign Affairs Panel. Omar is a Muslim immigrant who represents a Minnesota district. She is a prominent critic of Israel, and Republicans accuse her of making anti-Semitic remarks for which she has apologized. Democrats say the GOP is engaging in a tit-for-tat after far-right Republicans were stripped of their committee assignments in the last Congress. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has already blocked two other Democrats, Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, from rejoining the House Intelligence Committee. Giles Snyder, NPR News.
0: The Federal Reserve wraps up a two-day meeting today. As NPR's David Gura reports, Wall Street is expecting the Fed to announce its hiking interest rates again.
3: Markets expect another increase, this time of a quarter point, a smaller hike than at the last meeting in December. Recent economic data have indicated high inflation is starting to ease, which gives the Fed the latitude to raise rates less aggressively. But Matthew Luzetti, the chief U.S. economist at Deutsche Bank, says the rate decision itself is not what's most important. I think the bigger question is, what guidance or signals do they give us about the future path of, of monetary policy? There's a growing disconnect between what Wall Street expects the Fed to do and what policymakers have said about the Fed's path forward. And Fed Chair Jerome Powell can address that head-on at his highly anticipated news conference after the meeting. David Gura, NPR News, New York.
0: You're listening to NPR News. Forecasters say a major ice storm continues to hit the south. The National Weather Service has posted ice warnings from Tennessee down to near the Mexican border in Texas. Forecasters are warning of a significant buildup of dangerous ice. Leaders from several eastern African states meet in Somalia today. They'll discuss coordinating efforts against the Islamist Al-Shabaab militants. Ishma Fundikwa reports the leaders are from Ethiopia, Djibouti, Kenya, and Somalia.
1: The meeting follows one on Tuesday by the country's defense ministers and military commanders. Somalia says the insurgents are on the back foot following an offensive launched last August. The Somali government says it has recaptured swaths of territory from the terrorists with the assistance of African Union forces, the U.S. military, and local militias. But al-Shabaab continues to launch deadly attacks on government and civilian targets across the country. Al-Shabaab wants to establish a sharia law based government in Somalia. It has also launched attacks in neighboring countries, notably in Kenya, which has contributed troops to the African Union force. For NPR News, I am Ish Mafundikwa in Harare.
0: Pope Francis is in Democratic Republic of the Congo where he celebrated a huge open-air mass in the capital, Kinshasa. Local authorities say about 1 million people attended. Francis is talking about decades of conflict in that African region, and he's urging fighters to lay down their arms. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News, from Washington.